It's just like that's not thrilling. Like they yeah. could have used a little bit more CG. The droid spinning his wheels on sand and burning out with the rickshaw. Yeah. I was yeah, like, oh. and it just and, uh, regardless of it, like just the staging of it, like it was a comedy bit more than an action scene. Hello, welcome to the Keeg Show after show for the Book of Boba Fett episode three. We are, we were just talking, this is Star Wars, so technology, you know, doesn't really work all the time. Um, hello, I, I am not Dimitri, I am guest host Trevor Reese, and we are here to talk about the Book of Boba Fett episode three. It is 1 a.m., we are broadcasting on volume.com slash uh, The Keeg Show and twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. Uh, I want to introduce our co-host, uh, Matthew Mori. Hi, Matthew. How's it going, man? Uh, glad to have you aboard. Uh, yeah. Dimitri gave me a whole script that I am totally not following. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Um, but more, uh, so. I did want to say, like, I feel like you are my, uh, you're my fennec. Yes. Uh, on this episode. Yeah, my totally. Right I'm happy to be there. Okay, show us your stomach. <laughs> is it middle? Is... Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Just just a lot of fat. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got beer in there. Um... Yeah. And then our uh, special guest uh, tonight is usually, <clears throat> in my experience, has been the co-host on these late night after shows. Uh, this is Paul Lau. Hi. Yo, I'm Tekken. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm Tekking. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be on here. I love me some Star Wars. <laughs> so it's been, uh, this episode is uh, a little different. So I can't wait to get into it. Yeah. Well, uh, just want to remind you, we are broadcasting on volume.com slash The Keeg Show and twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. Paul, why don't you start us off? Like, you, like. Let's just get into it. What what are you feeling about the Book of Boba Fett? Uh, it is like SimCity for gangsters, um, <laughs> where like Sim Gangster, where we're kind of like, oh, yeah, it does. Because it's not Tony Soprano, because there's no like mm -hmm. that Italian panache. It's definitely the New Zealand like gruffness of uh, <laughs> Boba Fett. But I do I do love me some flashbacks. And um, I feel like this episode definitely closed that door now that we're getting into the pikes mm -hmm. um also we're here in uh we're, we see all the districts they like gave us an, a map now that we understand the uh uh what are they called the clatuans the trandoshans the um i don't know yeah the, <laughs> hell if i knows oh <laughs> uh spider butt face lizard people um and like then lost people, right? They're, yeah, boss. Trandoshan. Yeah. I knew yeah. Trandoshan. That, that's what. Okay, so that's what they're called. The Trandoshan. Okay. I want to say yeah. like, I keep saying Escuela, but that's not what they're called. They're not called <laughs> school in Spanish. But yes, uh, Spider Danny Butt Trejo. He, that's his name. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you want to talk about a gift? I was like, oh, the Rancor right presented 
Danny Trejo. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't see that coming, man. Like Robert Rodriguez, of course, Danny Trejo is going to be in this. Was he announced? Yeah. In the cast? I don't. Okay. No, I don't, I don't I remember, remember that. I don't remember. I don't recall him being announced. Yeah. This was yeah. a very pleasant surprise because yeah, yeah. It's just like here's a gift. And like that's how cool Danny Trejo is. Is it's a rancor, and you just think like, <laughs> is the gift Danny Trejo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is uh, for us, yeah. the viewers. So mm-hmm. super happy about that. Um, we should probably start from the beginning because the rancor pit is empty. Yes. Uh, and the flashback also was like immediately like interrupted. We got to see uh, Black Chris Christiana right the... chrysanthemum i've been calling yeah. him black cranston i know that's not <laughs> that's better right, but it's easier to say yeah chrysanthemum chrysanthemum yeah, chrysanthemum yeah it's one of those like it's hard to say but it has a rhythm to it that once you lock into that rhythm you're like oh, okay chrysanthemum 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 I, I just need to hear it the once right as yeah. opposed to me trying to read it in my brain because there's too many consonants mm-hmm. running together yeah. but yeah black chrysanthemum um yeah just reaches out right. and grabs him some boba paul what do you want uh what do you want to talk about first do you want to wrap up the flashback or do you want to talk about uh the fight we should probably start with yeah the flashback let's let's be chronological all right i mean i'll start off by saying that like i feel like this should have been in last episode like breaking up mm-hmm. the storyline I feel like kind of lessened the impact of what we saw the the death of the Tuscan Raider village. Like I don't I like I don't know yeah. it just we spent the whole episode with them and then just immediately <clears throat> they knocked off the board. Uh, yeah, I think the issue though was they're very anchored to the rule of three, where it's like a three act, and now that we have only six episodes to do that in. Uh, I can definitely see that they wanted to make sure that you knew the Pike. It's, it's a mystery, right? We don't know who the, who's pitting who against who. Right. And uh, that's what we're kind of getting is now the past is now merging with the present with this player that we didn't really consider because we hadn't finished exploring it. Um, Cause all we knew was they were running spice. They were playing dumb and um, <clears throat> the Nikto biker gang, I thought didn't have bikes. And uh, I guess I was wrong because they got more bikes. <laughs> yeah, apparently they, <laughs> that wasn't the only uh, bikes they had. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple more than four, I guess. Yeah. Also, too, it was kind of weird how uh, Boba in episode two just, like, knocked him out. And, like, the people that tried to stand up to him and the bartender didn't, like, coup de gras them. Because that's just a problem that's going to make keep coming. So, yeah. And there's no, like, marshal or sheriff. So if you can find a Cobb Vanth or... Um, yeah, no Timothy Oliphant yet. Yeah. Although we did have a, a sly Amy Sedaris cameo. Oh, I didn't you see could, that. You could see as he's walking in the flashback as he's walking to Pike. He was walking to uh, uh, Mos Eisley's mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. they're putting the, the Stormtrooper helmets on. You could mm-hmm. see her character and the three droids. Wow, sharp eyes. Oh, um, nice. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's just one of those blinkety sorry Easter eggs, but yeah, you can see them just like okay, that's right because it's that's the thing about Tatooine. Like the movie makes it feel like it's just one location, <clears throat> right? And the shows are making are revealing like oh no, Tatooine's a full planet, right? And like 
these places are different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine the Dune Sea being roughly the size of what the average sea is on Earth, like the Black Sea. Um, I mean, maybe it's the Mediterranean. Maybe it's that. It's huge. Yeah, yeah the Mediterranean is huge. So who knows? But um, yeah, the, the geography is definitely... Yeah, we're, we got maps in this one. What can I say? Uh, and But at the same time, Bantha are not that fast, from what I can tell. So he still did make it to, uh, was it Mos Eisley where the pike were? Or was it? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was Mos yeah. Yeah. It's from wherever that uh, Tuscan village was. And, but it was long enough for them to get completely wiped out. Um, yeah. And I guess we're assuming they were caught off guard because they seem, seem to be competent warriors. Otherwise, we got another uh, great Homo sapien hope, I guess. <laughs> or no, clone hope. There we go. Yeah. Great clone hope. Well, it's like, that's the thing is like the Tuscan Raiders, like were, their image is being rehabilitated. Right. But I think that the more, like the more you learn about the Tuscan Raiders, the more just like tragic they kind of become. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, oh yeah, totally. I remember putting together that. Um, so Anakin murders them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, murders that whole village in uh, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Um, as revenge for his mom, yeah, it co- recontextualizes Obi Wan showing up because it's like the Tuscan Raiders aren't like, oh god, it's a wizard. It's like, oh god, it's that guy who murdered that whole village. Come back mm-hmm. to get revenge. Dressed the same, yeah, <clears throat> right. And then uh, Darth Shaco had a thing where Anakin's carrying the body, and then um, Boba Fett is carrying a body of a Tuscan Raider. In the same kind of like it rhymes, you know. Uh, also, it's been explained that the Tuscan Raiders are a bunch of tribes. They all have different, you know, modus operandi. So, you know, some of them are more Raider esque, but this particular one is just being sh- like picked off as the yeah, spice yeah. train is moving through. And um, yeah, they're trying to be as passive as possible. And you can earn your way up the ranks. And I think a lot of people aren't getting that. And that's why they're kind of pissed off about the whole power fantasy of Boba Fett where it's like little kids and women are beating on him. It's like, no, 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 no. He, they, they gave him water. You know, he's, they're just figuring out what to do with them because they found him. They didn't have to pick mm-hmm. him up. You know, they could have been cannibals, and just ate him. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or fed them to their weird dog. <laughs> or been shitty like the Jawas. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The, the Jawas don't know how to sell like kidneys I mean, yet. So I, I was going to say, it's like a, they, the Jawas already took the good stuff. It's like when you go through a clearance rack and you gotta yeah. go through all the junk, you know. Yeah, I've been to a Ross dress for less. Me, uh, some, some sweet you, deals. You do bring up uh, an interesting point, Paul. Like they only deal in tech. Like you never see them like black market organs or anything like that. Maybe a Longhorn egg, <laughs> but that's really just for them. That yeah. was for them, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when they stripped uh, uh, the Mandalorians. Uh, ship with sometimes i don't even imagine they have tools i just feel like they just start pulling stuff apart yeah it's insane that they have some sort of job of magic yeah 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 and and stealing and then just seeing it on like cement blocks um (laughs) yeah so but that does really uh i mean matt you know that it's like a a western right oh yeah yeah well yeah definitely the uh the flashback scenes are like uh the more western side 
What well, are you, you were referring to something specific? Oh, I was just thinking more like when there's like a dances with wolves moment or some type mm. of uh, you know outsider mm. being let into the indigenous, and mm. then someone corporate, some big money comes in, or some conquistadors murder, you know, yeah, for profit and riches. And that's well, I mean, it, it, like if ever like really just hammering home the Tuscan Raiders are the like native tribe they yeah. are the they are the oh yeah, yeah. To, the, to the mandalorian cowboy yeah last um, samurai is the same way too tom mm-hmm. cruise is the last of the samurai i will like i will say like it, i feel like it, you're totally right in that criticism but at this at the same time it is softened by the real reality of it being played by an indigenous actor like the fact that uh tamari morrison oh yes uh indigenous mm-hmm. like it's just like all right like yes it, within the context it is it is the white savior it is the outsider of the superior culture sure sure arriving and helping these people but like yeah there is that little silver lining that i've seen just like well at least <laughs> right part of it is going to an indigenous person yeah and and to be fair the bar for tuscan raider was so low like it was almost Oh, like, could you imagine a Tuscan Raider museum minus the critical theory on Tuscan Raiders? Like, <laughs> it would just be a bunch of propaganda, you know? Um, and now we get their culture. And, like, the the weird gecko that goes up their nose. like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, look, the Tatooine education system is obviously so <laughs> because Luke is so easily fooled into thinking the Tusken Raiders attacked the Jawa ship in uh, A New Hope That's in Star true. Wars. Mm, and But true. Obi-Wan, coming from an older generation, a more knowledgeable and uh, where they cared about education mm-hmm. in the Republic. Yeah. Um, he knows that they travel uh, single file to hide their numbers. Right. Well, the line in A New Hope when he's trying to talk him off of uh, Tatooine, um, and he's just like, there you go again. That's that's your uncle talking. Yeah. You know? So it really is the whole we, product of his environment. We really have to deal with, eventually have to uh, wrestle with the fact that Uncle Owen and Emperor were MAGA. Oh, they were. Yeah, <laughs> they, totally. they supported the Emperor. They were just like, hey, <laughs> they're related to they, they, <clears throat> by marriage. They are related to the like lieutenant of the emperor. <laughs> yeah, they're totally MAGA. But at the same time, they I don't know. Tatooine like, is totally stuck. the South. It's the Rust Belt. <laughs> the moisture. Yeah, no, no, no. It is. It is. It is more the Rust Belt. You're right. <laughs> oh man, that's that's brutal. Because that means like some industry left, you know. Oh, wait, well, no. the, the sea, the sea, the water left. Yeah, yeah well, water, yes, that, that that's true. <laughs> but uh, but but slavery still exists. So there was no Emancipation Proclamation on Tatooine. There is no Star Wars Abe Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's mm. talk about this biker gang. Yeah, mm. Nick Doe. Like what how do you feel about the concept of like because i feel like it's not against the 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 like world of star wars but we've never really seen like these people purposely augmented like, oh it's all, meant, like, everyone's like oh, usually augmented game. like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. specific sorry yeah. sorry sorry the, the, 
Boba Fett's new hired hands, that biker gang. Yeah, well, well, before we do that, we should talk about how we got introduced to them. And that's Jimmy James from News Radio <laughs> or Milton from Office Space. Yeah. My Milton. red stapler. Hukes, if you're, if you're watching Barry. Uh-huh. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Steve Root is one of those people who's <laughs> just like, how you know him is like, says a lot about you. Um, he's Dale on, from King of the Hill. He's yeah. Not, oh, he's also he, Dale? Yeah, he's oh, so yeah, many yeah. things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wasn't he in Terminator 2 also? I think <laughs> no. he was. Yeah. It might be a bit part. I, I've Small seen part. that movie a lot, though. Where would he be? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Anyways. No. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, quick <laughs> recap. He was uh, talking about how some punk stole water, and then he kept saying, like, and I'm offended on behalf of you. And he has a very distinct accent that he was really trying to hide. And he just can't do it that well, which is fine. He's a delight every time he's on screen. Um, but yeah, that leads us to Boba Fett confronting them, you know, because he's like, that's the first I've heard about it. You know. Well, the whole, though, it seems like, like how Mando was every week he goes to a new planet and find some trouble he could help out with right this seems to be the book of boba fett is every week some high level official lies to boba fett and sends him on an adventure Mm -hmm. like that seems to be how it works (laughs) well well it's not as smooth as he thought it was going to be and i think that's kind of like what makes it it's better mission than go and fetch something you know this is more like well this is your uh your proper your your te- your territory handle it you know and there's a lot of problems that you know yeah with politics i mean the show seems a lot more about the drama than like you know forwarding the plot so much it's about mm-hmm. uh relationships like it's kind of like the sopranos in that way in that like a lot of it is um uh, just kind of them talking and arguing and having beef with each other and i don't know it's been pretty this episode's been pretty yes. fun in that regard Yes, and then the plot armor to make sure uh, every important assassin doesn't die and becomes an <laughs> yeah. asset. Because uh, it's, the, it's the Mando. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Mando actually is covered in literal armor, so that's yeah. helpful. Yeah, you know, and it's nice that he is kind of like a little clumsy because it's not like you know he's not wearing spandex, <laughs> wearing Baskar. Uh, but yeah, then we go and meet the. Uh, the gang after he investigates and um, yeah, he's not like a shoot first, ask questions later. He's not a thug. And I think that's what his reputation used to be um, Mm -hmm. when he was working for Jabba, which is probably 23 years ago. Famously, like the first line kind of said to him is no disintegrations as you wish me Lord. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's kind of like interesting. Yeah. That that was like, he did seem to be like a cold-hearted bastard. Right. And now we're kind of seeing, oh, maybe he is uh, a little bit more kind-hearted than we thought. It, it could just be reputation of the uh, Mandalorians in general, though, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. up to I, that point. Hmm. I mean, I think he's also playing it, the way he treats people to his advantage, too. Not so much doing it just to be nice. Kind of feel that's going on i mean he went up to the biker gang offered them a job so he's gonna work with them the gambling yeah. guards you know yeah. he spared them so you can use them so he's passing on the tuscan raider uh like tradition or whatever hospitality 
Yeah, because I was going to say, like, he's, he did seem like he started off that same way with the Tuscan Raiders, but, like, he, he genuinely mourned them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And That's so, true. yeah. No he, tears, he though. Have like that, yeah. Welled up. I did, I did like, we didn't talk about this. I did like uh, how they showed the little stick to show that yeah. the Tuscan Raider youngling mm-hmm. had passed, that they did, didn't show a body, but showed the stick. I like that. But yeah, yeah there, we so. are seeing that this is, he is smart like Mando. And that seems to be the Mandalorian thing is that you're smart mm-hmm. with the exception of Jango Fett. Um, but yeah, but we see that commonality between the two of them. If Jango Fett had maybe, I don't know, more time to develop a longer story and had a series, who knows? But he was under like a lot of pressure and yeah, <laughs> written into it. So and he just became a dad. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I just thought of the Full House theme song. Sorry. Uh, mm, rest in oh peace. No. Yeah. Um, we got to get back to that biker gang, though. The cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20... Yeah, yeah, the the gang from Akira. Yeah. (laughs) Wake the fuck up, samurai. We got a city to burn. (laughs) I think you're right. We've seen um we've seen people use, you know, uh droid parts to make themselves like replacement. Yeah, like Luke. This is like like an augmentation, right? This is like enhancement, yeah. 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 Well Grievous would probably General Grievous would probably be the most advanced cybernetic mm. replacement but i thought he was injured that's the same yeah so i thought too is because that's why he has to breathe well no he, no that was uh mace technically can yeah canonically yeah. if it still counts getty tartakovsky showed that it was the yeah but but no i i always learned that he was on genosha and like was a survivor of the first battle of or not genosha the um or it was the genosha the bug planet yeah, we're, yeah, planet. but he's one of the yeah. bug people. Oh, is that what he was? That he's was, not a human for sure. That yeah. was the initial thing I heard was that he was on uh, that planet fighting the first battle of the Clone Wars and was injured there. I thought Genosians only had four limbs and wings because he's definitely adept at six being a centaur. I mean, but, but I don't also know. like, but also, I mean, we're, we meet him towards the end of the, or sure. what, the middle of the Clone Wars, so he had some time. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I play video games. I've, <laughs> I've been, I've turned into a bear before. I'm not. A, yeah, I've never <laughs> been a bear. <laughs> so, okay. Well, but but yeah, it, yeah, they're, they're. I don't. I'm. I'm not sh- like I like the biker gang. Their their chase wasn't maybe the most thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> Looks slow as balls. Yeah, and that yeah. land speeder handles like a Cadillac. I honestly thought it looks like a Cadillac. I yeah. honestly thought he was going to run into a manure truck, just like in every Back to the Future, <laughs> because that's what, how slow it felt. <laughs> the, like that might be one of the first times we've seen physical art in star wars <laughs> that's right and it's just for a comedy <laughs> bit well they can't do a, a glass pane <laughs> yeah and they still had the fruit cart um also to the aesthetic is my cabbages oh <laughs> thank you thank you last airbender um but yeah like they just they're shiny and the mm-hmm. way they dressed felt like what the, like shoulder pads and 80s and um, they looked at like that cartoon cops. I don't remember, know if you remember that, but yeah, that swing 
Gap commercial look. Well, they felt they felt a little bit more prequels, and not like, like as a judgment and assessment, but like no. their their look and aesthetic has like much more of like that polished prequels vibe. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name from the diner that hugs Obi Wan? Yeah. Oh. Dex. <laughs> that they would fit in at yeah. that steak and shake slash whatever uh, yeah. Ruby's diner, mm. like fifties aesthetic, and it was kind of just weird because. Their point was, is like, oh, he made us pay four months worth of money for water. Yeah. And we couldn't afford it, so we stole it. Oh, oh, you, well, you, you got money to, you know, buy uh, new arms and shiny bikes? <laughs> <laughs> no money for water? <clears throat> well, yeah, you, you do, like, obviously they want to think, like, it's extortion, but you are right. Like, they are also poor with money themselves. Like obviously are spending it unwisely i mean you, you have to get water not these augmentations <laughs> look i i actually don't I mean, you know that happens in real life too i'm the same way you should look at all my marvel legends like <laughs> i really rent is due at the end of the month and i have gambit sitting on top of cyclops's shoulders uh, everybody, needs, right. everybody needs transportation right <laughs> it's hard to hard to pay for, for when you you know you're being robbed with water Right. And then they said that there was no work to be had because of all the warring gangs. Is that the reason? Or it's just because it's Tatooine? I like I feel that this this show more than Mando is committing the sin of that the sequel trilogy did, which is like the politics. You, right. you need to have a firm establishment of the politics in Star Wars. Like we need to have like who are the fact like I could have used that map like last episode or first episode. Yeah. Like I really could have used that breakdown of the the parties and what's happening. Like I don't need like the the, the full on like prequels Senate hearing, right. but I could use like someone kind of laying down the social political world that we're about to enter. You want the gangs in New York explaining the five boroughs like really yeah. quick an overhead map yeah and then bill i want yeah i want i want some droid or alien with like uh, like with like seven fingers to yeah. like <laughs> list off the burrows yeah like when do you get them all what do they make a fist <laughs> yeah. like i get like i th like that's because i'm enjoying the show but i'm also not connecting with sure. stuff on that level like the the noir crime element of it i feel like it's not committing to it yeah like, well it's because mon bando or mando wow it's a uh, boba is kind of soft and um i don't know that's it's weird because it's disney soft so fennec i think is the closer to the anti-hero that she's an enforcer obviously but mm -hmm. you know can I can I pose a question to the two of you? Sure, absolutely. Do you think it's possible Fennec will betray Boba? Does she have oh, that capability? Yes, I think it's possible. I mean, yeah, anything's possible. She's not a Wookiee, right? She's we don't know. If she has any loyalty or what? <laughs> but she has a life debt. Is that? Do you think? I mean, she can honor that. I don't know. I, like, what, what proof do we have that she's going to be like beholden to that? I mean, there's that part, but like right now she's on the winning team. It's just, um, 
I mean, I don't I know guess if she we is, have, right? <laughs> we haven't seen the opportunity, and I don't know enough about her outside of the Bad That's Batch a, yeah. and this. The, so, I, I mean, yes, the possibility is greater because I don't know as much. And maybe she is getting a lot of like all her older roles. Was she on ER? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then yes. Then yeah. So I have Chun Li, ER, and uh, uh, Shields and Mulan. Mulan, yeah. And so like I'm giving, I'm v- being very charitable to this character because of typecasting. Sadly, because Mignaz amazing. She's oh the no, best. no, she is the best, and she's, she's really triple, perverted. She's the she's triple great. crown. Yeah, she's the Disney triple crown. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, um, I don't know enough, honestly. I would just reserve my judgment. Yeah, that's I, well, yeah. I feel the same. Like, we just kind of haven't spent enough time with her to have a read that, like, I agree with you, uh, Matthew, that, like, yeah, she, it's definitely possible. I don't see it, like, I do, it's definitely doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, just haven't spent enough time with her to have a shake either way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely would put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like um, take, I'm going to make bets on it. Sure, it's possible. Um, uh, they haven't really set it up, but I mean, maybe that's what will make it surprising, too. We'll They've shown out. that she's disagreed with them a lot. There's been a lot of, like, I mean, it's friction. I mean, it's not like aggressive friction, but it's still friction nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But at least he seeks her counsel, and you don't get that a lot. Normally, you get a mm-hmm. kingpin that just randomly kills his guards, like in the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of. But know. he also has the the Wesley, who he mourns yes, his death. That's true. One. Yeah, and the good. Spoiler alert! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and the good. Ah, oh, it's still so good. Oh, Karen Page! So I didn't happy. know you could do that. And then, yeah. boom! She does it. <laughs> Oof. And lived through the whole series. <laughs> well, she and Punisher. So yeah, and Punisher. Yeah. yeah, she's like besties with Punisher. Like that's how cool MCU Karen Page is. Yeah, um, especially the canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Star Wars. <laughs> let's talk Black Cranston. Uh, <laughs> Chris Santon. Chris Santon. Chris Santon. Uh, how do you feel about the fight? I mean, it makes sense that it happened. That's, that's what I'll say about it. <laughs> I don't I mean I don't know I mean it was a little it wasn't that thrilling as you said earlier I, th- I think kind of noticed the uh, the TV budget a little more in this one I don't know is he stealthy I I don't know the character I know he's in the comics yeah, I, I just know. started reading the 2020 series of uh, Dr. Afra. Um, he seems chill in that first issue so I because mm. like I guess the door was open. Like, how did he get in? That's my question. You have Gamorrean guards, Fennec. Fennec Shand. She's yeah. sleeping off a food every, coma. Every, yeah. Everyone seems got, to be asleep. <laughs> I, I guess that annoying so. droid uh, tortures the other droids. Yeah. He's like really loud. Yeah. He, you know. uh, he, they're not know, really using him that way. Matt Barry. Like, yeah. I cannot really feel the British uh, yeah, actor-ness of him that we got from Tusa London. I feel... I, Oh, it feels uh, like a waste. I know. I was just talking about Toast London tonight because, like, it's not on any streaming service at the moment. It's a, oh it's yeah, a it was on Netflix, but yeah, it was on Netflix, but it's gone now. But uh, but yeah, no, I feel the mistake with that was they should have made him a, a protocol droid as opposed to like 
this like fuddy duddy. Like make him a fuddy duddy, yeah. but also protocol droid so he can serve a purpose other than showing us a map two episodes too late. Um, mm-hmm. But back to Black Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum, yeah. Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, we don't really get like a read on who he is. And also, like, doesn't Boba Fett hate Wookiees? I thought that was like his whole thing. Uh, it's like changed chill with him everything's changed i swear uh i think if he meets an adversary face to face like he even said like it's just business yeah um yeah. i guess there's like a little bit of respect they did put a beating on him i'm sorry that that gang is so hilarious because they got yeah. like switch blades one guy's got like <laughs> A rope. I guess that's supposed to be like a laser chain. <laughs> You're a jet. You're a jet. <laughs> and then, uh, and then those Gamorrean guards were like worthless. Um, oh yeah. Oh, he picked up on that immediately. <laughs> he, like, I'll fight two of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Is there a wrestler in there? There has to be, right? Because he does like a double. I don't. Not tombstone. Yeah. I, I jumps didn't. Ask a question. Yeah, I didn't pick up. Uh, I didn't look who was playing him. Neither did that I. That is a good question. It's yeah, Peter Mayhew's uh RIP. <laughs> gotta stop this yeah, week's stop been mentioning. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I mean, gotta stop. Peter Mayhew died a few years back, so yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that wound's not as fresh. Right. Um But yeah, I, I mean obviously also like obviously he's gonna be part of the crew by the end of the se- season, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's gotta be. Yeah. He's he's gonna be like I, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Either that, or he's gonna be—he's gonna be a another adversary again. He's just gonna keep getting hired by the yeah, going after Boba yeah. Fett. I should have killed you when I had the chance. I, I was just glad we got one good Wookie howl because in yeah. his mm. introduction, he was kind of like growling, like, almost like completely mute his first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he was making more grunts through most of the fight. Yeah. Actually, even his uh, scream when they trapped him in the Sarlacc pit, it was more just like a roar mm. because that's that's yeah. really good, Paul. I I went to uh, Star Tours and yeah, the the cast members were and they really... teach you. <laughs> yes, they. Yes, folks. There's a reason it's a thousand dollars now for uh, <laughs> you know. Um, Wookie lessons. Wookie lessons. <laughs> Hell yeah! Build your own lightsaber, please. Um. But yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they teach you that. They teach you how to do the Java voice. The. And then uh, the Jora or whatever. Um, the Yub Yub song that was that was tough. yeah I didn't pass that so uh. you know okay just because you brought it up but I always like to mention this you know what the Rosetta Stone is for uh, the Ewok language hmm. it's in Yub Nub it it translates into English the last lyric before the title credits um, go on and the word it goes uh, it's like mm-hmm. whatever yeah, yeah. it is um nope, but nope. it's celebrate with love is the english trend that's like the the only english where it's just like oh that's lovely that the like our translation is like based if we ever wanted to do a ewok translator it would be starting with that 
Trevor, I thought you were going to say it's Tagalog. Thank you, my Filipino friends. Ewoks speak Tagalog. That is the big joke. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's like one word that like is in the Tagalog language. So, hmm. yeah. But that, it's a real language. So Klingon and yub nub. <laughs> yep, nope. uh, that is the worst sin of the special edition yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah making uh, them not i, I want a yeah, stormtrooper uh tuner for the xylophone like they I, turn that i want and you know what I, you you just made me realize this i want an ewok fronting a jizz band on Tatooine. <laughs> I want like Max Rebo and an Ewok like making some music together. Just an Ewok with a fedora and a cigar like, I've been in this yeah. kid. <laughs> like a hey, Frank Sinatra Ewok. I do it more. This martini's wet. I'd like to see like a just some guy. He's like he hates the music. He comes in. He's like, "What's all this jizz all over the place? <laughs> you can't escape it." I uh, tell you, it's the great. jizz that they don't play. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, the the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I would, I would seriously watch like a like was it Empire. Uh, but like the Terrence Howard Empire, like for in Star Wars, like a record producer, try, like and it's like the Mean Streets and like a Barry Gordy, Alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm well, down, man. Or like a Dream Dream Girls in Star Wars. <laughs> How about Glow in the Arena Pits, where it's the first, uh, you know, female Twi'lek wrestling league, as opposed to being slaves and dancers that would be well because uh... it's like star wars is always based on samurai films and westerns and it's like let's and, and war and footage ex- and yeah and war mo- movies yeah bora 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 <laughs> um well I, and i think that kind of illustrates the when there's too many moving parts and too many genres clashing sometimes you don't get a good stew like you don't get a good soup and I think that's why for me it was very jarring. It's just by the aesthetic of that biker gang, because everyone looks yeah. super healthy, really tall, and I'm just used to like you know the Rust Belt people wearing yeah. their uh, their um, beaten um, robes, like bathrobes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> having a bum leg, you know, and just everything being depressing as shit. And these kids are like playing their music. Yeah, I, that was kind of weird too, you know. Well, and even like they're they're like one way they could have gone around it is making their droid appendages like dirty or like mm-hmm. homemade. Yeah. But they those even look like clean and like well maintained and like well produced. Yeah, because there's a lot of sand, and uh, anybody that lives by the beach here in California knows when someone has a beach house because they're <laughs> sand blasted hoods on their cars and stuff. It, it's coarse and it gets everywhere. I hate it's it. Really <laughs> well, thank you, Ben Shapiro's oh, wife. Uh, all right. Anyways, um, <laughs> but where were we with Black Chrysanthemum? Uh, he's just yeah. I think he's decided seeing him. Things cool. They're bringing him back. I wish the action would have been a little bit better. I think it's kind of like my main thing. I mean, 
we kind of only really scratch the surface with them character wise right so there's not really much to to go on other than you know he's probably going to be back and uh yeah. hopefully just better fight scenes <laughs> well i i think though with uh boba fett having the uh, horrible reason he got in the sarlacc pit was a very you know accidental deus ex machina moment what boba fett where boom <laughs> kadoosh <laughs> flies in the sarlacc pit that's like that is a that's a shitty way to go down. So, I don't know. It's six episodes. That's the problem with this. Like some other series, like the Bad Batch, it's too long. Then they have to make filler. And this one, it's like, all right, we have three left. What's your move? Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really entire. Like, so Pike, uh, those are the big bad. Yeah. And when they're coming off the train, I thought they were going to make like an anti-immigration like resettlement. <laughs> they're like, it looks like a war. I'm like, it kind of looks like people with luggage resettling. Yeah. By the way, there was a Death Star destroying all the planets. So regardless of what your occupation is, be it good or bad, you got to go somewhere. And Tatooine might be the only option. So... This is more kind of like a Scarface Miami thing with the Pike, you know. We're gonna get a. Well, it's a, it's a <clears throat> like, Mando kind of delved into it too, but it is like that like post-war, reconstruction sort of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like those kids could easily be from uh, Coruscant or from, yeah, um, oh, what's it called? Where Bail Organa's died. Oh, Alderaan. 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 Yeah. But you have to keep, like, Alderaan's been, like, gone for at least, like, seven, eight years at this point. Hosnian Prime's still around. Maybe they're old money and their credits were, like, (laughs) (laughs) they're, like, a bunch of trust fund babies. I don't know. Okay. Is this the first time we have seen a rearview mirror in Star Wars? You mean six rearview mirrors? <laughs> but like, no, he literally like checked him out like it was like a detective movie. Well, the, like, oh, the, there's the Pike, right? On my bike. Honestly, you're not wrong because that was Return of the Jedi's like lesson was if you're a scout trooper, don't keep looking back when there's a bunch of tree trunks <laughs> you're gonna run into it and eat shit. Um, but yeah, I, this is the first time it's like the wheel. Like we don't expect to see it until the prequels. It's like, Oh, they do have wheels. Okay. Yeah. Not everything has to be hover. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you're right about that. Um, Oh, keys. You know what? Everything doesn't have keys. You just turn it on like the millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. You just hop in and you're just like, all right, this is mine now. Or a tie yeah. fighter, no code, you know, no thumbprint recognition. So you can just like if somebody locks the door, you just yeah, it's <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Fennec with yeah. the knife when they go to see the mayor. Two seconds. I mean, Two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it took R two D two. It almost cost R two D two his life to break into uh, the blast shields of well, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he had Fennec, a... two seconds. Yeah, he had a bastard child with the Death Star called BB eight. So. <laughs> Yeah, but his, his mind was occupied. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> I didn't make that up. That's a meme. I, uh, okay. I stole from the, the shape of the Death Star. I love yeah. it. Yeah, you didn't know yes. that? That's I've never heard from. that. Oh, okay. It's the what? Death Star with R two D two. I don't know. You say it's the government, of course. What are you trying to say? He's oh, got your shit. nose. <laughs> Come on, he's a droid. They don't got no noses. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was um, the mayor. I guess. 
was hasn't been there for a while because he knew oh in the huts they uh they clued him in <laughs> all over the place with this uh yeah the creepy so. ass twins <laughs> yeah i love the mouse that he rubs the moogle mouse on his body as just mm-hmm. like a napkin and he throws it and the thing like bites his finger um mm-hmm. that's fun and the fact that they don't <laughs> actually want to like murder they're not like jabba or jabba's pretty sadistic and kind of you know a gross sex pervert so you know well, and his, like, we saw his dad for like a split second in Phantom Menace, and he seemed pretty chill. Like, he was still mobile. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that's the thing about huts, is though, they're pretty resilient. Like, they can have half their face blown off and then regenerate. So. Put oh. a chain around the neck, pull it tight enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other. How did Leia do it? Where's the, the force, neck? The force. No, like, just, it's like, is that the whole thing a thick windpipe? Like, it's just weird. They also have redundant organs, so. Not enough throats, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's just very tiny. (laughs) Yeah, just one throat. You can have as many redundant organs as you need, but you just one throat. (laughs) A lot of holes go there. One air pipe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, that whole trade-off at the end. And they were just like, yeah, we're done with them. We're, we're done with Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, they just want to, they want to get away from the heat, man. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the Sarlacc. And uh, with or the Antrio, Rancor. Or the Rancor. Rancor, not the Sarlacc. Yes, the Rancor. Um, and then there's that bonding moment. Yeah. It is a very Spy Kids moment to me, though, with Danny Trio. <laughs> where he's just like, you know that snarling beast? He's really not that bad. <laughs> really nice. No, he's gonna warm up to you. Okay, I hope that's Danny Trio, and I don't get canceled. But <laughs> that's what no, I. It is. No, that yeah. that is. It's either there's two modes for Danny Trejo. He's either killing everyone or he's not killing everyone. Scowling and killing <laughs> everyone. Super waiting friendly. to kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Lowly dog. That is our queen. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, man, that that scene when uh, Boba Fett's like looking at the rancor and like see the eyes and everything. I don't know. That was my favorite scene in the whole show. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, like I'm watching sitting here watching. Like I'm watching a Rancor have a moment. Like this is so this is so cool. <laughs> that like that's yeah. I, my favorite thing about the the TV the Star Wars TV shows has been like the rehabilitation of the images of some of these Tatooine figures. Yeah. Like the Tuscan yeah. Raiders being recontextualized as like the native population and like sympathetic when they were just like treated as like uh like just monsters basically in the first star wars then yeah, yeah now the rancor is basically like a puppy like, it's a pit bull yeah like, that's exactly those, what i was thinking yeah it's one of those things that, like oh we assume it is this because of how it is and it's like we assume it is a vicious fighter but no it's actually one of the most sensitive creatures it yeah. Yeah, yeah with its uh the first human it sees um and it, i'll i'll wait Till next season, but only at, by the end of season two of Book of Boba Fett, he has to ride that Rancor. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, a line from season, Halo. At least next, the the it grunts. Is? Yeah, where they're like, because um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Ah, David. Cro- no, David Cross does the voice in the original oh, Halo oh. as one of like uh, Tobias yeah, yeah. Dreamkay. 
Yeah, yeah, he's one of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Arrested Development. Um, but yeah, yeah, David Cross, and he goes, oh, you see that little guy? I'm going to catch him and ride him. And so that's what it reminded me of when uh, Boba <laughs> Fett was, like, really eager. Um, yeah, it was it was a moment for sure. I just, it was just so, this is um, such a nice and soft, like, underbelly of Boba Fett. Like, I've never seen him like this, I guess, with animals anyway. Because he said he's ridden something twice as large. And I'm like, is there anything canonically you two can think of? The only thing I can think of is, um, it's not, it's not canonic. It's not canon. The holiday special. He's like riding that big thing, right? Nope. You're right. That is, that is pretty big. Oh yeah. It was like but a, it's the sea, the, the sea, the sea serpent or whatever, the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Not the crate dragon, but it's just a. But maybe he's he's talking about a crate dragon because he seems to be pretty much kind of hangs out in Tatooine a lot. Yeah. I don't think they have a petting zoo for crate dragons, but but he might have been like hired. I'm not saying he like went around like ooh, like <laughs> saying a job might have led him to it. Yeah, um, and then uh, they talk about the Mandalorians riding the Mythosaur in the Mandalorian, right? It's like a, it's kind of a Mandalorian thing, riding a giant, giant oh. creature. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just don't. Well, and, um, and whatever the the creature is that's on his, uh, his crest, the tusked thing. Yeah, we saw that like the the razor crest or razorback thing that Mando, longhorn. the longhorn thing. Yeah, the Mando fight, and then he gets the crest. Um, the um. We don't. I don't know what that that creature is that he fights, or that that his crest comes from. Yeah, me neither. It does look like a woolly oh, mammoth. It's a it says it's a mythosaur, according oh. to CBR. Oh. Well, then there we go. <clears throat> we'll take it. So it's exactly what you were talking about. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know your stuff. Good job. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right, so like we talked about, there are we are now officially at the halfway mark. Um, Paul, I think you were saying earlier that like it seems that the the flashbacks have caught up to the present, at least for what the context of the show is. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like that the flashbacks are going to really factor into anything. Um, as we enter the back half of the season, what are you guys hoping to see? Uh, the ship. Slave. Well, we can't call it that anymore. Well, Lego can't call it that. No one anymore. said you can't. I mean, Boba Fett's ship. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, would would it have been better if it was Slave Two? Because that would be like <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because they're yeah, because there's still slavery. That's the problem. When you candy yeah. coat it and then call it, oh, it's uh, indentured servitude. Yeah. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker started out as, as a slave. Right. Yep. This is, this is the story of, wow, you could really read Star Wars really fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the story of a freed slave becoming oh, a fascist and enslaving the galaxy. <laughs> oh, and by the way, they, they could have done something about his mom. And that oh, was God. part of it. That okay. What I just said, if they made that's the chasing Amy scene with um, you know, what he's talking about um, God, what's his, I forget the character's name, um, in it, Ben Affleck or um, no, Jason? um, 
um god um from dwight the, x or something like that the 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 black uh oh yeah 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 that's yeah, right the opening the, scene yeah, yeah the opening scene of, <clears> like, bitch you almost made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> what's a nubian yeah what's but, a nubian? Um, yeah first of all crazy that he's what's a nubian came up when that's what you call someone from naboo so like mm. <laughs> but also like how, how different that scene would have been had the prequels been around and he could have talked about anakin white little boy anakin mm. actually being a slave <laughs> You're but, such okay. as uneducated and not a very... All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, yeah. Jar Jar chastising Jar Jar, people. Like, again, what he could have had with Jar Jar, what he could have had with Watto. Like, there's... If only Jason Gaby had come out after the prequels. Boss Nass. Like, none of these yeah, so optically much. are remotely sensitive to uh, anything. Yeah. The Trade Federation? <laughs> Jesus. Let me just uh, um, sync this audio. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, Slave One is the least of Star Wars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, when you got a Cara Dune, uh, or yeah. Karen Don't, uh, Karen Don't, <laughs> that's my uh, sister. She was kicked out of uh, Dax's for not wearing a respirator. Um, <laughs> oof. We're doing bits here. We're doing bits on the show. We're not even talking about the show anymore. Um, but yeah, Slave One. I said it. Uh, any other go. bounty hunters should we expect? Uh, and Kira, I think, is planned too. So, I think if I wanted to see anything, it would probably be other bounty hunters. I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of went into all these shows, movies, without like a checklist of what I want to see, you know? Kind of just want to like let it happen type of thing. Um, but, you know, yeah, I'd like to see Dengar. That'd be bitch <laughs> <laughs> of all Dude. the people that's like that's like you being the person who was like stoked that the merovingian was in uh, <laughs> resurrections <Awesome. laughs> oh. but no i like i definitely yes yeah, some some of the bounty hunters because yeah dengar ig88 uh bosk i mean i'm 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 upset that we haven't seen bosk yet mm -hmm. uh maybe he's the the post-credit scene season two tease mm -hmm. but um yeah, I, I agree with you, Matthew. Like, I, I, don't, I haven't really gone into these with, like, expectations of what I wanted to see. But, like, to your point, like, but also, like, I do want to see Slave 1. I feel like that's not something that, like, yeah, yeah. that's built into the premise. So, like, I want to see a kick-ass, like, mm -hmm. Slave 1 sequence. I want to see, like, a, a cool battle scene where he's, like, fighting off people. Um, or, like, I want to see him use the rocket pack in a cool way. Like, we've, so, mm -hmm. we saw in this episode... <clears throat> uh fly for the first time like, land oh, yeah. briefly yeah. he landed yeah you're right yeah he didn't, we, we saw him land <laughs> yeah yeah after um, watching the first episode again he shoots a missile and because people are like why didn't he use his jetpack and i think that's because he was concussed and you never fly without your helmet and he keeps taking it off mm -hmm. so anyways that's all. that okay that is one thing i want to see is why he why he's in the back to tank because he doesn't yep. seem to need it in the in the flashbacks. Yeah, the flashbacks. he doesn't need it in the Mandalorian. Something has happened. Yeah, something has happened to him. Um, but it, like it feels like it'd be a cheat if he was dying. Like because he he just resurrected him. You just he he was dead. For all intents and purposes, he was dead. He was in the solid pit. You can't bring him back just to oh he's dying. Yeah. There is. Mm. I heard there was poison, like the digestive juices of the Sarlacc pit. 
may have done something to him. But maybe there's one last flashback we don't see where he gets yeah. his ship or something. Oh, yeah. Well, because it can't be like clone degeneration or anything because that's never no. been any sort of problem. And according to Dave Filoni, that old guy who's a, uh, in the Rebels in Return of the Jedi is Rex. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. obviously Boba Fett's younger than Rex. So... Yeah, there is some unexplained mystery as to why he's in the back of the tank. Yep. Um, that still, that, yeah, that is one answer I would like to see. Mind meld. Thought the same thing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that'd be good to see. Yeah, uh, I think we're not done with the flashbacks for sure. Will the mayor get his comeuppance? I need, well, what's the mayor like after? Like, that's... Oh, well, everyone's going for control, right? control of uh tatooine that's, yeah that's what it seems to be to me everyone wants to fill the void every time there's an authorian on star wars it's always just the one like they i don't know they're not like they don't hire their own I like what's wrong with them <laughs> um but yeah because they're really powerful throats again back to the clone wars series um but yeah i don't know honestly well, and this is so this is so quickly after uh after mandalorian season two like um that like you have to wonder how much like the the falling out of carlos esposito and um um what's his face um werner herzog's character being taken off the board how much that's impacting uh the tatooine like gangster uh world Gosh, that scene is so sick. Gosh, uh, I didn't even they didn't really mention that at all. That's crazy. But yeah, like Tatooine is like in utter chaos. Doesn't matter which city yeah. you're in. Like the Tusker Raiders obviously have have it easiest, and they're getting murdered left and right. Yeah, just the Dune Sea is so vast, and then there are these Pike people. Just like I bet you, I can hit the little one. Well, let's shoot their Bantha. That's easy. Like. Why don't you just have a cattle catcher or a bantha catcher on well, the that's, front? That's yeah. <clears> that <throat> seems to be who these guys are. Is like the the robber baron, cattle baron, fat off the land guys. Mm-hmm. Or they're the haves. Um, the scene, I think yeah. One one thing I do want to see is Stephen Root needs to be. <laughs> I think he's gonna him. he's gonna try and betray Mando in some way, and either the Rancor or the Pike are gonna kill him. That's one thing I'm I'm calling right now. Stephen Root's not making it out of the season. <laughs> he sits on excellent. the throne of the Huts, uh, <laughs> or that <laughs> either he doesn't make it or he shoots the moon, <laughs> and he he's control at the end. Fennec's just like whatever. It, beca- it comes the the Book of Root next. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what else they're gonna do after that though. Like the mm. season two, like what's the new problem? Yeah, I mean we don't even they haven't announced if this is an ongoing <clears throat> or limited series, so Yeah. Who knows if there will even be a season two? And I mean what also like this episode <clears throat> and the first episode seemed to be about forty minutes. Last episode was fifty three. Fifty three. And so like even though there are still three episodes left, we don't know necessarily how much content, how yeah. long, how many. Well, there's 
four more episodes on. There's seven episodes. Oh, seven, seven episodes. Then yeah, yeah, even more. So we oh, we got wow. like we still have like a full movies worth of like time left in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot can still happen. A lot has already happened, and now yeah. this this episode, I feel like I'm I feel firmly rooted in everything that's happening. I wish it probably it it would have been beneficial if that had happened a little bit better more last episode, um, and maybe kind of shifted more of his emotional growth to this one and like set the board a little bit better last episode. But it doesn't matter. We're here now. Four more episodes to go. Um, yeah. Um, final thoughts as we wrap up discussing uh, episode three of the Book of Boba Fett. I'm just wondering which Western are we going to get next week? Because <laughs> whenever there's like a large army of people like that, there's like attack on precinct 17, wasn't it? Where they like hole up in the hut palace and fight them off. Or could it be, what's that movie where it's like a Western where they have to just mow them down with like a, I don't know. The Mandalorian did a lot of those already. So yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, I don't think <clears throat> we've really seen like a, we haven't, I, unless you kind of count Rogue One, we haven't really seen like a uh, uh, shootout at the OK Corral mm-hmm. sort of scenario played out in the Western world of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that sort of like final shootout. Mm. Everyone's yeah. like screwed. Like the Wild Bunch, where just yeah. everyone just like is murdered all, all at once. Yeah, because normally, because he's amassing a pretty sizable squad mm-hmm. and those numbers gotta go down uh yeah as the plot wants it to sadly no i i, I mm-hmm. do kind of wish that i i know everyone like it's star star wars and lucasfilm and disney's like the two of them especially historically think in terms of character potential and everyone's an individual property and everything like that but like i wish we got some more like rogue one like Let's get some steaks and let's murder whole casts. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's really up it and like yeah. not have like yeah like yeah take some chances. It turns into House of Cards. Yeah, that's what happens. That's his next step. He becomes, uh, yeah, senator, <laughs> senator <laughs> Fett. Um. Yeah. Well. My closing thoughts for this episode. Um, I would say this is probably a step down for me from the other two. Um, I don't know, mostly because I was really enjoying like the, the flashback stuff and uh, you know the western feels really my thing, you know. And whatever, I mean, they got to move on. I get it. And you know, our time with the Tuscans is over. So uh, I, I don't think the flashbacks are over though. I think we're still going to see that storyline keep going out throughout. Mm-hmm which I'm looking forward to. And I've been pleasantly surprised so far that this is still pretty much a character dive in Boba Fett. I wasn't really expecting that. When I saw that they were going to do the series, it was kind of like, I mean, all right. I kind of get the Mandalorian. Do we really need a Boba Fett show? But I'm so glad we've had it so far. I mean, like I said, my favorite episode or my favorite moment from this episode was getting the feels from the Rancor. And like, I'm just so glad we have that, you know, on, Mm -hmm. on screen anyway. And it kind of gives more understanding why that Rancor Keeper in the Return of the Jedi was like so devastated. Oh you know, yeah, they have like an emotional connection. So 
I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm really digging that and I want to see more of that and I can't wait to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, Matthew, I think like also I agree like this did feel like a step down and it, it was what we lost in the character stuff and the Western stuff and, and the, the, the equivalent of the Tuscan Raider scenes was replaced with really kind of subpar action, like a mm-hmm. not thrilling chase. The, so the, the fight scene <laughs> yeah it's like so like, like yeah, yeah and then they made her like, fast at the end that's the thing <clears throat> yeah it's like i love like i love that the, the rancor the wide shot seemed to be uh cg but it seemed like when he was touching him that was real mm-hmm. As, like, uh, yeah it looked like it's true that favreau and filoni and everyone in, in, in the tv seemed to want to make it use practical effects and real props as much as possible that's the detriment of the the chasing it's like it literally is a cadillac (laughs) prop being like whisked (laughs) around like and just like that's not thrilling like they could have used a little bit more cg the droid spinning his wheels on sand and burning out with the rickshaw i was yeah and and, and just uh, regardless of it like just the staging of it like it was a comedy bit more than an action scene yeah it reminds me of canto bite a little bit where it's like oh. i know that it's your favorite movie but to me that was <laughs> super weak no, 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 no. having the alien made of boobs and then the uh you know the slot machine just shooting people with coins um and yeah. justin Theroux's there for some reason right <laughs> um all right well that does it for nice the after show even though it says testing the show not a real show (laughs) because i don't have access to change the title this this was as real a show as you're ever gonna get (laughs) here on the keeg show uh everybody uh thank you for watching Thank you for listening. If you're listening after the fact um, on any of the podcast platforms that we are available on Apple, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, um, or if you watch this after the fact on uh, volume, Twitch, YouTube, and of course, Facebook. Um, Matthew, my, my Fennec. <laughs> yeah, <what's up? laughs> um where can everyone uh find you what's your social media anything uh, you find me here every week after the fight after show to me just come back hopefully i'll get my computer situation resolved so uh you don't have to deal with this anymore we'll see uh uh my social media is matthew a Mori on instagram um and then if you want to listen to any of my songs you could search for our ep on hmm, uh, what's that spotify apple music all that uh especially the, the title of the ep overwhelming odds name of the band's cross check check it out if you like if you like hardcore punk and that's it is that cross check one word spelled cross hyphen check okay there's so many cross checks it's not a very <laughs> why don't you spell it checks like the mix Ooh, with an, like an x <laughs> yeah i could do that yeah, then you could be a you're Marvel title. Here. Yeah, cross. Yeah, cross you don't. Checks, we'll, you're you're next pro- team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suggest it the next uh, next time we get together. Or you could all become Czechoslovakian. I mean, those are the only two. Or cross, There's cross, 
C Z D K, right? C Z H. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Um, Paul, where can we find you? Where's what's your social media? What do you got to plug? Uh, Paul Loud jokes on Twitter at Mr. Plow on Twitch, but never on TikTok, even though I have one, and then Instagram, and then um, yeah, I. I'm trying to play more games, trying to stream more, trying to do more of this. So, hmm. yeah, that's where you can find me. What are you playing? What are you playing on your stream? Oh, I was I was playing Inscription, which is probably game of the year, indie game of the year. And um, January. I'm January. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what? Literally oh, yeah, yeah. 12 yeah. days into the year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So 2021's game of the oh, year. Oh, okay. Because it came out in October. Um, I'm just now discovering it. When, do they name it? Like, when do they name like game of the year? Like, is it like February? When, like the Oscars? Like, no, they already did it. They already uh, did it. It's take. It takes two one. What? It takes two one. Yeah. Oh yes, co-op co-op game, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have a ton of free games from PlayStation that I need to dive into. So I like trying them out. I have a bunch of Far Cries I need to get to. Far Cry 5. Um, did not hear great things about 6. So, you know, uh, you're not there for that. You're there for me. I'm the I'm the <laughs> talent. Uh, I definitely want to do more restream or stream lounges. So if you want to watch uh, the Book of Fett, I mean, I'll I'll put something up. And then maybe Matt will hop on. You know? Yeah, maybe. I got nothing to do so, right now. So we can all watch it together. <laughs> Super Ooh. fun. Or old Spider-Man episodes, whatever. Ooh, the right. '90s animated. Yeah, because uh, if you have Disney Plus, you can go to Streamline. It's, it's on there, yeah. And yeah, just watch whatever or Netflix. I think that's what they have access to. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have been your guest host. Uh, I am uh, Trevor Reese at Trevor Copter on social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, mostly uh, same as Paul. Uh, I have a TikTok that is that same handle, but I don't, I'm not on it. Yeah. It's just like everyone, because like everyone's just like, oh, I talk about comics. And it's just like, yeah, I could, but it's just like, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, you remember to follow the Keeg, uh, the Keeg on Facebook, Spotify, um, all your podcasts, and at the Keeg Show, all one word on all social media platforms. Um, be back with Dimitri next week for episode four of the book of Boba Fett. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been the Keeg Show after show book of Boba Fett. Thank you. Super fast, gotta beat the boss and get the loot, cause it's the king.